Welcome to the Your Business Your Way podcast. I am Shadia Johnson, a business coach, freedompreneur, and lover of all things fun. My mission is to help coaches build a thriving online business in a way that excites them. This podcast is the place to be for those who want to create a life of freedom through their business. Your Business Your Way podcast is your weekly dose of tools, trainings, and mindset to truly create your business your way. Oh, and by the way, it's especially for those who love to have fun while not taking themselves so seriously. Ready? Let's dive right in. What's up? What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Your Business Your Way podcast. (laughs) I don't know what that was, but that was the intro for today. Anyways, let's dive right in because we're we're tackling a very big subject today in a very short episode compared to how other people cover it. But at the same time, I want you to get as much as possible to really, really hone in on a fun way of marketing, okay? So marketing is often taught in a very, very complicated way. I mean, there are so many books you can read on marketing, not to mention all the trainings, all the thousands and millions of dollars you can pay to get better at marketing. And I'm not saying those things are bad. All I'm saying is it can be a lot simpler right? And in the beginning, it can be very overwhelming trying to figure everything out. Not only in the beginning. I mean, (laughs) I'm not in the beginning and it's still a little bit overwhelming trying to figure out all the marketing strategies. And at times even, it's frustrating for me as a business coach because I'm like, okay, I'm a business coach, so I should know everything, which is totally wrong. All I need to know is how to guide my clients to get what they need, right? So let's make marketing easy. Marketing is basically sharing your message in a way that speaks to the people that needs to hear that message on an emotional level, right? You need to tap into people's emotions because we buy based on emotions. We don't buy based on just what's available, right? And the emotion that we buy from can be anywhere from a need, a want, um, And then, you know, it goes deeper into emotions like wanting sex or um, wanting to feel more luxurious, wanting to feel comforted, wanting to feel loved, wanting different, different things. And by the way, a majority of things that people buy is because they want it and not need it, right? What we need is basically food, shelter, and water. But we've convinced ourselves as human beings that we want that we need a lot more than we actually just 
need. And so our wants have become needs, which is another thing that needs to be tapped in when um, marketing to people. Now, I obviously can go into exactly how to speak and how to do all those things. But for me, when I dive into all that, when I get too technical with things, when I try to follow every single rule and every single strategy, I get stuck and I end up doing nothing. This has happened to me over and over and over again and has recently happened to me again. So I don't want you to ha- I don't want you to go into that um, that mindset, right? And so people often ask, you know, what should I post about or what should I talk about or what days should I post this or what days should I post that and how many posts should be sales posts and how many posts should be this and that and how often should I sell? Here's what I say to all that. It doesn't matter. This podcast is called Your Business, Your Way. What matters is what is your way of doing things. But the big, big problem with your way is that you need to understand what your way is before you can do it. And it is a journey of uncovering that to at deeper, deeper levels, like an onion, you know, with different layers. That's the journey that I'm on. That's the journey my clients are on. And I hope that's the journey you're on, that you're not necessarily imitating everyone, but that you're freaking creating everything the way that you want to create it. So here is a a real raw truth. This comes from marketing experts, and I've heard it from all around. Recently, I've been, um, not listening, I've been reading Seth Godin's book called This Is Marketing. I really love that book. And he talks about this as well. We think that we need to market to everybody. We think that we need to be speaking to everybody. But the thing is, when once you're talking to everybody, your message gets lost, okay? Your message gets lost. And this is why we need to understand this, that there is a small group of people that will resonate with your message to the core of their being. Not just your message, everything else you need to say, everything else. And people get obsessed with that, right? And once people do, you create top fans. And it is those top fans, well, Facebook calls them top fans, but, you know, um, fanatic fans, like real, um, there's a term they use for that, but like real fans that obviously really loves what you do. Those type of people need to be there. And that what happens is they become your messengers. They become your word of mouth marketing, which is just 
fabulous, right? Because if you have enough of those people, you basically don't even need to do marketing anymore. And how awesome would that be? Right? How awesome would that be? So that is a concept that is super important to remember is that you want to create real top fans more than people that think your message is okay. But how do you do that? This is where it gets tricky. To really create that, you gotta be real honest with yourself and tap into polarity. Now, polarity is basically that you stand on a point and you stand strongly on it, even though people may disagree with you. I recently created one of those posts that did very well in regards to engagement wise, but it literally got me a hater. <laughs> I spoke about Jay Shetty and there are some things that people have been questioning about him in particular, the fact that he doesn't give credit to the quotes that he uses. And so people have called him Jay Shitty. <laughs> and I've talked about that in a post and all that. But I didn't talk about it in the sense of I'm bashing him because honestly, I don't have a lot of proof to bash him. Like that's where I'm coming from. Um, but just to put something out there, and I literally explained the fact that I come from a background where I've experienced so many untruthful leaders like that. And so I distrust people to the core when it comes to things like that. But I've had to learn that not everything everyone says is true, right? Both, I mean, the inspirational, amazing coaches, not everything they say might be true because there are people that are using people out there, let's be honest. But at the same time, not everyone that criticizes people are coming from a truthful place either. In fact, since we're talking about truthfulness, let's take it one step further. Truth is subjective. What's true for me, what is just for me, what I believe in might not necessarily be true for you. Okay? And this is a concept that you need to understand because if you're think if you're coming from that mentality of this is right and this is wrong and you think that people are right or people are wrong, you're coming from the wrong mindsets right there. And I don't, it's funny that I just said wrong, but you're coming from that mindset of this is how it should be and this is how it shouldn't be. But if you look at the other people who are looking at that from their perspective, then if you really sit down and try to see their perspective without, while letting go of your own, you can understand why, why it makes sense to them. It doesn't mean you agree with them. We don't all need to agree here. But the truth of the matter is how, why it makes sense to them. And I'm going to give a, um, some examples here. The first one is the word Negro. 
right? I know in the US, this is a little bit of a derogatory word. Some people get really offended by it. Some people not so much. And then there's like the upgraded N-word of the word Negro that is even called the N-word because nobody wants to say it, right? And there's so much, um, how do I say? There's so much emotions attached to that, to the fact that saying that word can even be seen as wrong by certain people. Now move down, the <laughs> US is up there, <laughs> move down into the Caribbean and you go to the southernmost island of the Caribbean, Trinidad and Tobago. There, the word Negro is the way you describe what Americans call an African-American. See, the whole term African-American don't resonate with anyone here <laughs> in the Caribbean. <laughs> like. When I saw, like when I had to fill in a form back in the day and they had like all these races, by the way, we don't categorize people by races where I'm from. I'm not from Trinidad and Tobago, but where I'm from, we don't categorize people by races because we're so mixed that it gets real complicated. But anyway, <laughs> when I used to fill these forms out when I go to the US, I never knew what to fill out because African-American never resonated with me. I knew I wasn't from Africa for sure. <laughs> and it wasn't until years later that people described this to me. But anyway, yeah, so in, um, in Trinidad, you describe somebody af as a Negro. The word black, from what I've been told, is not seen as the most positive. So they call them Negro, right? And from their term, the way I just explained it all of a sudden makes sense, right? If you arrive in Trinidad and they say, hey, look, a Negro, I mean, if you're a black person, <laughs> you can get offended based on where you're coming from. But if you understand where the, where the other person is coming from, now all of a sudden it's not offensive. Here's another example from that same Negro word. I was watching Trevor Noah, the comedian, and he's from South Africa. And he said that the word nigga doesn't do him anything because it is a very American word, one. And two, in his language, the language he grew up speaking, nigga means to give. <laughs> so I'm nigga you this podcast. <laughs> Right? And it all of a sudden has no meaning or anything like that. So that is just, you know, showing you examples of what is right and what is wrong. And I wanted to start there to explain the whole idea of polarizing so that you understand where I'm coming from. Now, let's take polarization to the extremes so you can come dial it back down and bring it to what's polarizing to you. An extreme example that I've been admiring the marketing, let's be clear, the marketing behind this, and that is Donald Trump's campaign. This guy understands polarization to the core. 
I'm not saying I agree or disagree with what he's saying. I'm saying his marketing was genius. Obama's marketing was genius too. And <laughs> I'm obviously not American. <laughs> so what they say doesn't necessarily affect me. But um, I do love looking at political campaigns and seeing their marketing. And I'm using this example because it's something everyone around the world is talking about in one way or another. And I know a lot of you don't watch the news, but even though you don't watch the news, you've heard about Donald Trump. <laughs> so this guy called Donald Trump, <laughs> he used the fact that there are immigrants in the United States as his way to lead the campaign. He was completely against immigrants in the US, which he knew was a sensitive topic, which he also knew um, there are some people that are completely against this um, immigrants people, immigrants coming into the United States. And he also knew that these people did not have a voice. Call him right or wrong, but he understood that very clearly. So what did he do? He gave these people a voice and almost even an anonymous way of doing that because they could vote anonymously. And for those that were really like top fans that really wanted like a way to express this, they got that as well at his rallies, at his, you know, political stuff, even on TV where they make fun of them uh, a lot of times. Because the TV in the U.S. is way more leaning on one side. Again, I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but it's true. And when I remember my history teacher, I had the best history teacher in high school ever because she really, really made us understand why things are the way they are. And she once said that the TV in the U.S. is biased. And I was like... That makes no sense. And plus, I didn't understand anything back then. I'm like, no, people are standing on people or even the news is real, right? The news is factual. The news is what it is. But facts don't really exist, guys. What's a fact for me is not necessarily a fact for you oftentimes. Well, hold on. I said facts don't really exist. They do exist, but it's really, really hard to get to the bottom of things, <laughs> right? And a fact is that I was born in Curacao. A fact is that I am a girl, but even that, you know, can be questionable. Like if I was born in the country of the Netherlands Antilles, which was what it was back then. And now I'm living in Curacao. So, which is what the country became. So is it a fact that I am born in Curacao or is it a fact that I'm born in the Netherlands Antilles? Both are true, right? And so that's the whole idea of facts, but let's move on, right? So understanding how Donald Trump used that, we understand that he took 
what seemed like a very, very small part of the population, which is probably still a very small part of the population because um, not everybody votes, you know, and yeah. But he used that to create what he wanted. So does this mean you need to be all up in the news and be like, this is how I do things or this is how I don't do things and I don't agree with this and I hate that and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Again, I used extreme examples to bring this point home. So how does it look in practice doing it your way, doing marketing that really stands out, that creates top fans in a way that feels good to you. It starts with you understanding where you stand on things. It starts with you understanding that whatever industry you're in, you're doing something different, right? And if you're really not doing something different, then it's time to examine yourself and your business, right? Because you want to be standing out. You don't want to be blending in. If, you're, if your product is subpar, if your product is like everyone else, if um, what you're selling is just so boring, like why would people buy it, right? And most importantly, people might buy it, but why will they talk about it? And you don't create that top fan type of idea. So you do this by starting to understand your clear points on where you're standing. So start by saying the service or product that you offer, how does it differ from everyone else? Right? You'll name a few things. Maybe it's cheaper. Maybe it's more expensive. Maybe it's luxury. Maybe it, it it does something better or it helps with this or it doesn't do that. Whatever that is, create that, right? Write those down. Then you start with yourself. Then you, then you start, no, then you go to yourself. What are some things that you believe about the industry that you're in that is different than everyone else believes, right? Um, so let me give some examples of my own stuff so that, you know, this can be understood. I usually don't really understand things without examples. <laughs> so, um, for myself, how does my products differ? I'm going to take the idea of ladder coaching program. It's different because it's not necessarily cheap, but it's cheap to get started. And at the same time, you don't pay for coaching, which doesn't work. If the coaching works, if you're advancing, if you're making money in your business, then you continue paying for the program. If not, you don't, right? At the same time, it's different because it doesn't have like a very steep investment attached to it. Like so many business coaches, you know, charge thousands and thousands of dollars to work with them. In this program, you don't, even though you might end up paying that much at the end of the day, but you don't pay it unless you make the money first, right? So that is how the product is different. Again, that's one of the products or services that I offer. 
there's many more. Okay, one thing. How do I differ in my industry? I do not do business coaching in the sense of this is a strategy and go for it, right? I Or my strategy, if there is any, is your business your way. So I don't sit someone down and say, this is, you must do this, you must do that, and you must do this in order to be successful. No, it's more like, so how are you different? So what do you like? So what is your, the past version of yourself like, right? So first thing is making sure, seeing what your product, how your product is different and then seeing how you're different. And then I would come to the third thing, third question for you is how does your ideal client think about things that needs to change in order for them to invest with you? Right? So your ideal client, if you, by the way, if you don't know who your ideal or soulmate client is, there is a podcast episode about this. I believe it's, it is podcast episode four of the Your Business Your Way podcast. So go listen to that. We're not talking about that in this episode. But, um, (laughs) I just lost my train of thought. (laughs) Um, yeah, so you must understand how your ideal client sees things and then challenge them in that, right? And challenging them, I see a lot of people challenging people from a space of almost coming from that space of self-hate. Like, how on earth do you think you're going to do this um, when you can't do that or you don't do this? How on earth? No, come from a space of love. Like, you're amazing. So you must understand that you need this product because you deserve it, right? That's a totally different perspective. So those are the three questions that I would say would really, really help you to make marketing easy. Because using that, now all of a sudden you can start positioning yourself in different markets as different. So how do you know what markets to tap into and all that? Easy. Your ideal client, your soulmate client is a past version of yourself. So where did you hang out then? Go for it, right? Where did you hang out? Where could you possibly have hung out? That's where you go and share your message. And one last thing I want to leave, I want to challenge you with is to think bigger, right? If you feel like all you can do is do a little Instagram post and a little post on your wall, no, Think bigger. Think about reaching bigger audiences. Maybe that is for you Facebook groups, or maybe it is to do interviews on podcasts or magazines or um, TV or speaking engagements, whatever that is. Keep freaking thinking bigger. That's how I would challenge you to do. And finally, in order to really do marketing, you must step up as a leader. Okay? In order to be successful, you must step up as a leader. And using this polarization in marketing is how you get to do that. There's so many more examples that I can use of how people use polarization in marketing. 
but this is where I leave you. <laughs> this podcast episode might have been already polarizing because I know some people can't stand hearing the words nigga or Donald Trump. <laughs> but that was what I used to show you the extremes and bringing it home. There's nothing wrong with talking about these subjects. It all depends on the emotions that attach that is attached to them. And it's that same emotion that needs to be understood and tapped into in order to market correctly to your soulmate clients. All right, all right. That was this episode. See you in the next one. Yo, that was another episode of Your Business Your Way podcast. I know you're sad it's over. So let's make sure that you do not miss the next episode. Follow these steps in order to achieve that. One, subscribe because duh, this makes you happy. Two, leave a review, sharing how much you love it. Three, share this with your friends. Four, visit the website heyshavia.com, which can be found in the show notes. You'll see why. And lastly, stay tuned for the next episode. Bye!